Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to our Warn Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglennsmith.com. And Warren Radio is now on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music in Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, and Anchor. And do not miss these posts on warren-usa.com and danaglennsmith.com. Who is standing guard? As Jesus Christ said of the devil, he will kill, steal, and destroy. Especially in today's world, we must prepare to defend and guard against the enemy. Beholding God means means there are greater things than these things which have been seen, as Philip and Nathanael both encounter the true Son of God, the truth was evident. Faith Life Journey I point to a verse that is a pinpoint of the compass of faith. Matter of fact, it points us to God. And do not miss these posts on warn-usa.com Lord Judges Secrets of God and Men Part 10 on Sound the Shofar. Lord Judges Secrets of Men even though today we find most people ignoring the fact. Plainly some hold secrets while others are open about their thoughts and deeds. Christians Persecuted Pandemics End of Days Classic at Warren Radio Christian Persecution not for Christians persecuted, not forsaken. Today we find persecuted believers in Yeshua, Jesus Christ, is ongoing in many nations today. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. It's a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. And The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. There's danger and intrigue. The nation is at risk. And Mac battles to survive the forces bent on destroying him and America. Can he save the United States? Find out by getting your copy of The Rising. And you can go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Ingram, Walmart, Google Play, Angus & Robertson, and many more. And the Rising ebook can be found on Google Play. And be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Net newsletter by going to danaglennsmith.com, where you can also visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop, where we feature the Rising and other Christian books, as well as resources from our Vision Media. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? 
Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah, it's... Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Doing great. Doing fabulous. <laughs> Supercalifragilisticexpialawonderful. And, uh... Me too. I'm doing great as well. For the first time in many, many... Oh, yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great, thank you. Yeah. Well, I was I was thinking about Shipped and Swalwell being thrown off the Intel Committee. Yeah. You know, the Democrats have done a lot of dirty things. And when it comes their way, you know, they really act self-righteous about it. But... You know, sleeping with a Chinese agent isn't exactly my idea of being someone that belongs on an intel committee. That's right. And the American Civil Liberties Union, they came out and was glad that that's what the Republicans did. Actually, uh, McCarthy did. He said he was going to get them off of there. Yeah, I'm glad he did. Because yeah. They don't belong on the Intelligence Committee. No, neither one of them do. Because shift out and out lied. And I remember when you and I were watching and, you know, and he said that he was glad he lied. Yeah, about that Russian collusion thing. He admitted lying, but and he could get away with it. He has that immunity, so he's not, he's not going to get charged with anything. Well, he should get charged he for should. lying. He should. That guy does not belong on the Intel Committee when you're a frickin' liar. He does not even belong in Congress. No. Well, up front today, we're going to be doing Face Life Journey. This is, I do, an intro to a number of our articles that are on our website. And this is really has a good graphic to it. It has a whole bunch of, you know, a bright sunflowery type thing in the morning with Second Corinthians 5.20 on it and Faith Life 101, The Journey. Hello, this is Faith Life 101, The Journey, FM 97.1 on your dial. I mean, that's that name there, that Faith Life 101, The Journey, that, that, that is a radio, you know, intro. Hello, this is Faith Life 101, The Journey. Well, at any rate, folks, you are on a journey. And uh, Tower and I are here on a... What is it? Wednesday night? But it's really... What did you say? Three days from February? No, no I said six days. This is... January 25th, Boy, that's 2023, and we yeah. have six days left in January. God, I can't believe it. I know. Where'd it go? Yeah. I don't know. Where everything else goes. You pick up a day, and the next thing you know, it's time to put it down. It is. Well, folks, we're in our 25th year of Warren Radio, and uh, just a little bit of information for you. We're not going anywhere. We're planning on continuing with our three days a week. So at any rate, Faith Life Journey. Yep, that's right. Faith Life Journey. And you know, this is this is a statement that I absolutely agree, agree with. Faith is your journey. Because I remember a time, a long, long time ago, when you and I weren't on such a faith life journey. Mm -hmm. I and, don't want to remember that far back. Yeah, but think of the difference uh, that the Word of God, the Spirit of God, the grace of God, all the things that work together to help you. And... While there are tons of books and teachings and sermons on faith, this article is not one of them. 
I'm not going to teach you in this article how to have faith to do miracles, signs, and wonders. First, you have to learn to have basics of faith and drawing nigh to your Savior. And if you can draw nigh to your Lord, the rest will follow. And I absolutely agree with that. You know, the miracles don't come before. They come after. That's with the exception of your miraculous birth being born again. And then when you begin to follow him, but see, faith in coming to God is the absolutely only way to know our God and Father. And you cannot come to the Father without his Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. And this is a journey that all people must take. You must be born again of the Spirit. And if, and if you are not born again, it's not going to go well for you when you want to enter heaven. Now, there is a pinpoint to the compass of faith. And I mention it in this article, and I'm not going to tell you what that is. You have to read the article. And it's the same thing that the North Star, for instance, is viewed by many as true north, and it always points to the north. And so if you can find the North Star, you, you won't get lost. You'll know where north is. But the verse that's in this article is true God. It's true faith. And if you follow that and understand that, then it's going to help you 100%. And it's also, this verse is a point in our bottom line faith. Bottom line faith is that faith when you've been tested or tried or you're you know, in an impossible situation. And bottom line is, is where you tie a knot in the rope and you hang on. Now that's, you know, I'm thinking about this article because there's so much here. I like this article. It and is it's good. simple. It is. Easy to understand. And Fast uh, reading. You have to let it sink in. And I go through a number of words here. What is that? Pisteo. Pissed you? to have faith in. So at any rate, go by danaglinsmith.com and you will find Faith Life Journey. Read it. And while you're over there, check out our books check out the latest book I wrote The Rising yep I'll tell you there's a lot there's a lot to faith I'm glad we're able to put this stuff on our websites like this yes for easy reading for people to pick up and read yep Now we're also going to be, uh, next we're talking about Nambia. You know, we haven't had many things coming from Nambia. No. But the reason we do is because, this time, is because they have tremendous food problems. There are around 6,000 hungry and malnourished Christians in Nambia, 
And Nambia is the driest country in sub-Saharan Africa. And it's drought prone and they're in trouble. And so Barnabas Fund. And you can actually... Um, they've got a new uh, arm of Barnabas Fund. It's food.gives. And that is the part of the organization to try to get more food flowing overseas to help these people. So BarnabasFund.org is, is the humanitarian organization and their arm for food is food.gives. U- slash U.S. Yeah, slash U.S. I'm just reading the other part. And so, when need, when fellow Christians donate it, now see, you can donate to Barnabas Fund or to food.gives. And work it all out online and then it'll automatically go over there. Now it's easier than ever to you know, get the funds to these organizations. And uh, Warren Radio has a regular ongoing um, donation process. And no, I'm not seeking for your donation. We we do our own. And, uh, but we recommend Barnabas Fund. And they, they say in here, the Lord's ravens have brought them food to God be the glory, exclaimed one Nambian Christian, comparing the arrival of food to God's miraculous provision of bread and meat for Elijah in the time of drought. Well, if you're starving to death and you're in Nambia, it's going to be a miracle. Yes, it is. And this is, you know, Thank folks, God. this is something we need to be doing as believers. We need to be given to organizations that have the ability and the boots on the ground to get the food to the people who need it. And that's our requirements for us when we when we find and we have a lot of um, a lot of sources. So if if you're having trouble finding someone that can get the food to them, go by our websites and send us uh, contact through the contact uh, page and we'll send you a list of a few. But uh, they're out there. that There's a lot of organizations and they work hard to get this to them. So 22 tons of food and other aid was distributed to these 6,000 Christians. And how much is 22 tons? Well, it filled, they got a big truck there and it's filled with food. That looks like a regular car that they, see what they do is they, they buy a shipping container and fill it up. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Thank God. And then what they do is when it gets at port, there's usually some other uh, charges that you have to pay. And then you it's a good idea to have security there to protect it. And then um, let this truck, along with a guard escort, um, go to where you need to get it. Yeah, they said that um, there's uh, the food gives boxes contain 13 pounds of rice, four pounds of chickpeas, four pounds of green lentils, three pounds of salt, and one pound of bath soap. Kind of funny. Well, that's good that they are helping them. 
And, and did you see that? A humanitarian report in 2022 estimated that 750,000 people in Nambia are food insecure. And a huge portion of the country's population of 2.5 million. And this situation is similar to many countries across Africa, Asia, and the Middle East. Yeah, so, you know, the thing of it is it's important to help, you know, get money to these organizations so they can meet these needs. And uh, I'm thankful they're out there to help the people. Well, you know, particularly with everything that's going on, you know, there there are situations in America where America uh, has some, for the first time, some food supply issues. America's never had a supply issue in recent memory, but we have found out that there are individuals that are sabotaging or trying to sabotage our food. And we already been warned by Islamists that they're going to start hijacking airplanes, American airplanes, um, because the Biden administration has been sending all the air marshals to the border. So things are really, you know, they're not looking that good for supply. No. And shortages and... When you talk of all of Africa, though. Yeah, that's incredible. And they all need food. That's a lot of people. And these people aren't fat. These people are skinny to begin with. Most of them. I haven't seen very many fat Africans except maybe some of their politicians. But you get these poor tribe members and there's they got skin and bones. It's it's disturbing to see that. It is. So at any rate, folks, as we talk to you today, it's important to support the work and to help these people. Now, with Barnabas Aid, you can support the work of Food.Gives and just visit Food.Gives and there's a forward slash US. But even if you go to Gives, it'll get you to the website and you can follow the prompts to do the other way. The project reference is PR1555, Food Gives. And so, you know, pray for them over there and put some impetus on your prayers by donating some money and so more food can go over there. And so thank you for your attention to that. Because I I count this as one of the top priorities as Christians in America need to be doing for Christians around the world. And if you can't spare a dime or a nickel or a dollar or ten bucks or a hundred to help your brethren in Christ, then let's hope at least you're praying for them. And so Africa, Asia, and the Middle East. That's a lot of people. It sure is. They don't give you the, you know, the whole population. In Nambia, it's 2.5 million. But if if you go through all of Africa, Asia, and the Middle East, that's a, that is one pile of a lot of hungry people. Yes, it is. It's very tragic. Yeah. So, 
There are a lot of issues in America that are not good right now. A lot of issues. And uh, because there are people that are trying to bring this country down from me. Uh, from living, you know, on the on the inside. So, any rate, are you ready, Tower? Yes. This is God's healing. This is a personal testimony of Kaya Jones, a former pussycat doll. She, um, Kaya opened up about her experience of being in the group and the painful cost of stardom. And she said she felt like she was in a prostitution ring instead of a girl band. It feels like you are a slave to your dream, literally, and the powers that are that be the powers that be are holding the keys to the kingdom. You have no access to personal thoughts, space, choices, decisions. You are an owned commodity. The level of control is like, who am I? You are put into this position. You are put into these positions that are very unscrupulous for any young woman. And her popular group sold more than 15 million albums and 40 million singles. And she sums up her experience as simply selling a lie. She said, when you're doing things that are really incorrect and your body is up for grabs, this is where you have to take a hard look at yourself and for me, I had to take a hard look at myself when I had two young fans in the audience looking at me. When you see those two little faces, and at that moment, I was going through an abortion. I'm losing my child in real time. These two little girls are looking at me going, Wow, Mom, she's a pussycat doll. Kaya recalled that. And nothing in that moment was saying caution. This is a lie. Nothing was saying that, and I was a lie in that moment. I was tainted, I was destructive, I was destroyed. I was completely enchained in a bondage to the devil. I was not living in my purpose. And despite the false image of happiness she portrayed and the abuse and control she endured, Jones recalls most of her most painful moments lay at the abortion table. And she was 16 when she got her first abortion. And she said, after the first one, you don't think you're, you've done anything wrong. Once you've crossed that line, it's a very slippery slope to continue to cross those lines. And she said, I didn't feel that that was murder, if you will. I don't have any understanding of it. I didn't have any understanding of it. I didn't speak to my family about it. I didn't speak to anyone about it. I went and got it done, and I didn't need anyone's consent. And um, she had her second abortion while a part of the Pussycat Dolls. I was told to get rid of it, she said. And at that point, because I'd already gone through an abortion previously, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. And her third abortion came at the age of 30 after being raped. She, she said she wanted to keep the baby but decided to have an abortion due to stress and complication. She said it, was a, it is painful beyond measure. It is something that you live with the rest of your life. And when it hits women at a later time, it is something that is so painful. She said since she's left the group, she is using her testimony and experience to point the world to the life-saving message of Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit has put it on my heart to share about the abortions I had. And she had it. She added, "When all mothers of dead were all mothers of dead children, if you've gone through an abortion, you will regret it your whole life. Even if I become a mother tomorrow." and I'm happily married and all is well, I'm still going to regret the three children I do not have. And Jones says having children is one of God's greatest blessings. She said she hopes one day to be able to be a mom. I hope to be a wife and to be able to share what I do because 
it's the greatest gift and ultimately the greatest job you will ever have on this planet as a woman is to be a mother. You know, that's real tragic, but that she went through that. It is. Well, you know, and it's true. It's one of the greatest jobs, and only a, a woman, a true biological woman, can be a mother. I feel for her, and I hope that well, I'm thankful that she came to the Lord, and I hope the Lord blesses her and heals her of this. Yeah. And that goes for a father, you know. There's, you know, that there's a reason that there's a father and a mother. That's right. And you need them. And that father and mother need to have and hold a biblical home for those kids. Well, we're over, and we're back at Sat 7. You know, I like this. Uh, This is a satellite uh, Christian ministry called Sat 7 USA. And we, and they have a sat7usa.org, and you can find that. And uh, it's a faith-based ministry. And, uh, Now, the president, Dr. Rex Rogers. Now, this is the Middle East. You know, they mainly operate by satellite throughout the Middle East. And, and of course, uh, this was a little bit ago that because we had to get the shows ready. We wanted to do this. But, see, since we put this up here, and I'm going to do this, uh, talking about it, but... Uh, he says the world's gaze fixed on Ukraine, Russia, and muscle flexing in China. Seismic events unfolding in the Middle East are simply off the radar for many in the U.S. But see, he says that the Middle East and North Africa is a powder keg ready to explode. And he says the region, the birthplace of civilization, is on a knife's edge as we begin 2023. Now, one of the birthplaces that they really consider civilization is getting into Iraq, and you get over into Babylon, you go down, you can find a lot of those places over there goes back to uh, the beginning of civilization in that whole area. Um, So he lists uh, Iran is on the edge, and they did have that. Now, the time he wrote that, they were having human rights protests. And the regime cracked down. And they were still having them as of uh, last week. And they were still dealing with it. So I don't really know where Iran is. But it has hit the radar on a number of leaders. And uh, and so there there is a lot of, a lot of trouble. And uh, the Iranian soccer player, Amir Nasir Azadani, was sentenced to 16 years of prison after being found guilty of partaking in an enmity against God. And, and that enmity against God is kind of a blanket thing that they can charge you with. Women and girls in dire straits in Afghanistan... The Taliban continues to suppress the rights and freedoms of women and girls. Of course, this is after they agreed with the Biden administration that they wouldn't wouldn't do that. But then the Biden administration made them one of the richest, uh, you know, group of Muslim radicals to ever get, you know, and they got everything. They got a, a number one first class uh, uh, air base with all the equipment. I mean, we're talking billions of dollars worth of stuff that Biden just left there. That's one of the biggest and the most stupid things we could have done. That was a shame, a tragedy. And all of those weapons there, uh, many of them are being sold to other Islamic groups. 
Well, I so, think some of them ended up in the hands of China. Well, China they? got the air base. Oh, okay. And that was a, a top air base. You know, it was a security. It, it was um, our... <laughs> supposed to be our place pretty much in the Middle East to collect data but that's the way it goes when you got people that that get in to office that really don't know what they're doing and th that's typical of the Biden administration and many of the people there they have not a clue what the what they're doing uh, economic turmoil soaring prices in the Middle East and North Africa uh, they had a run on bread in Lebanon's capital, Beirut. And, you know, they bake all that bread fresh, too. So, I mean, I could tell you, you know, th these people know how to bake over there. <laughs> you know, of course, they need flour and stuff. But, uh, yeah, that would be good. The fallout of war, Yemen. Uh, in the throes of uh, one of the world's worst and underreported humanitarian crisis. 17 U.S. servicemen members were killed in an Al-Qaeda attack there back in 2000. And they've had uh, in Yemen, in that area, prolonged civil war, hunger, and disease. Four million people have been displaced with no end in sight. That's just You know what the common sickening. thing here is? Islamic. Mm-hmm. You know, radical Islamists who have no love of God at all, except for war and pillaging and you know and as long as they're out fighting and raping and pillaging, they feel like they're doing uh, what they're supposed to be doing. They don't even contribute to the good of society. No, they it's, don't. It's destructive and demonic. You'd think somebody there would use their head instead of always going out to kill and cause more suffering. And of course, the big thing is oppression of religious minorities. And of course, you can look at Algeria. And uh, they're targeting Christians. But see, the thing of it is, there's a lot of them there. And they're closing down churches. This is the protocol for them. And, and it's not just these people. It is all over. And you can find it in the Middle East. One thing I found interesting about, about this is that this Sat-7 is based in Cyprus. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was in the United States. I don't know why I thought that. Well, that's where the satellite all whole thing is. Uh -huh. They have a thing, Sat Seven USA. Uh, its international headquarters is in Cyprus. But see, the reason I mentioned Cyprus is because years ago there was a brother over there with a website an end-of-days website that had just about everything on it you could think on it. And he was from Cyprus. I haven't... I can't even remember the name of the website anymore, but it was over there. But Cyprus also has some issues with uh, some other groups. So uh, the thing of it is, I, I do appreciate this Sat7 over there because they broadcast 24-7 in Arabic... Farsi, which is Persian, Dari, and Turkish. And they have multiple satellite channels and online services. And, uh, you know, we need to be broadcasting the Word of God. We need to keep in touch with some of these people. That's right. And I'm glad that they're doing that. Me too. And, and uh, they said more than anything, people across the region are crying out for hope. We hear from thousands of viewers every month, people looking to Sat7 for encouragement, prayer, and advice to be their voice. That's yeah. good. I'm thankful that Sat7 is out there. 
Well, when we started in radio, um, we were on a satellite going into the Middle East. And uh, we had a lot of... Uh, we had one of the feeds that went directly into Israel uh, and the show was in there at like 8 in the morning. And we had another one set up to where it would go into uh, Pakistan and India and some of those places. Yeah, you can um, go to sat7usa.org. That's S-A-T, the number 7, USA.org to check out that ministry. Because this is part of the commission. Yes, you know, it is. to get it out. And, uh, Poison Global Agenda. Now, this is actually a local uh, thing here for us. Our lo local legislature is considering a proposal to ban foreign companies and citizens of other nations from owning agricultural land in our in our state. There's only so much of it. Now my granddad uh, was uh, you know here with grandma he was a homesteader. He was the first one some of the first ones over where he put up his small farm. And about the time I came around, he had uh, had one real nice one that he sold that and got another one. But there, once these little farms are gone, the last 150 acres that our family owned has been sold off a long time ago. There is no land, you know, and so it's easy for someone like Bill Gates to come in and buy a third of Wyoming. And we've got, uh, it's not Kevin Cosner. Uh, um, oh, uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford bought a huge, huge ranch here. The thing of it is, is that you know, you got to be careful. And the biggest enemy, and that is Chinese and Russian companies. And this administration has allowed, and of course, this is going to come out eventually. Biden and his family are connected to the Chinese some way. And uh, before they ever really got in there, I was finding stuff on it. And so you're going to find in the next two years more information coming out about how they're caught up with uh, the Chinese. But uh, see, we don't need the Chinese over here. And even in, even in America, there are Chinese uh, so, uh, security services. They're setting up Chinese police stations in certain areas. Yeah, that's just bizarre. Yeah, and I can't see why why this is going on. And it's totally, you know, if you would have done that um, back when my, my family was alive, my dad, mom, and everybody, you know, people would have got you for <laughs> being a freaking spy. Yeah. You know? One of the things my dad told me before he died, he said, China, he said, <coughs> Red China is not a friend. They don't call it Red China anymore. I remember back in the 50s and 60s. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So at any rate, they're still working on this, and there's a lot of reasons, but for me... I don't want any foreign ownership of agricultural land and especially I don't want it owned by China. Period. 
Now, Christy Nome over in South Dakota, this is something that came up as well, and she went ahead and, uh, um, you know, put this law forth, but before she had a chance to, they were criticizing it, and they were saying that you can't do that. But I got news for you, we can do it. It's our land, it's our state. It's America. It's America. And it needs to stay that way. And there's a lot of people that don't like America. And there's a lot of weak politicians, special interests in D.C. And there's a lot of people coming into this country. You notice when you see pictures of the border that they are young men of fighting age. Yeah, they're not families that are coming in. Yeah, you don't see many women and children. And that's the same kind of group we saw going up into Europe when a lot of them were going up there. And then, of course, we've seen what happens with these young men. They start a war in these things. France recently got through with one, and there was headlines saying France is lost because these all of these illegals that came in up there were accepted because of EU policy. And uh, they just about burned down France. I mean, there was a lot of issues there. And so you can tell we're in the end of days. There is just so much junk going on. But, you know, America, this is our land. But see, we have people here that are working to overthrow everything there is. And then the other part is, I've been warning for many, many years, from the beginning, about America repenting. And we have not repented yet. And we're still in trouble. And so we are facing a lot of issues here. And so you can look at all of the turmoil overseas and the turmoil here in America, the turmoil everywhere you look. And it tells you that you need to wake up and seek the Lord, repent and draw nigh unto him, because this is not going to go away. And there are more than just a few people that are sabotaging our food supply, sabotaging our electrical grid, and it's ongoing now. You know, the evidence has come out about it. And, uh, you know, the professionals that guard all this stuff have have said as much. So these are definite issues. You know, Tower, who wants to go through all this stuff? Oh, I know. You know. But we are. We don't like it. No. You ready? Well, I'm trying to figure out what um, IMF stands for. I mean, FMI. Ministry. I don't know what it means. Anyway, this story comes to us out of Pakistan via Mission Network News, and that's mmnonline.org, Mission Network News. So, a Christian woman working as a security guard was threatened with blasphemy charges after asking a man for his parking pass. The man, an employee of the Pakistani government, parked his vehicle in a restricted area of the Karachi airport. The employee has been suspended and authorities have started an investigation. Nehemiah with FMI says the whole incident was caught on security footage. This Muslim man added while he was shouting at the woman that he will bring clerics to frame her in a false accusation. And then he said that he was mad at her and he will cut her down. 
The female officer can be heard calling the man out for threatening her and daring him to register a blasphemy case against her. And it's it it's an example blasphemy laws is an example of how they work in Pakistan and can be used against Christians even outside of religious situations. The law forbids saying anything against Mohammed, the Quran or Allah. It gives Muslims a feeling of power over Christians, even in petty disputes. And Nehemiah says the law was first passed in the late 70s or early 80s. This is one of the laws that is strictly enforced. And most of the time, people don't go to court. Right away, they decide the situation on the street. This is one of the reasons why mob culture is very common in Pakistan. So we need to pray for these people in Pakistan that God will strengthen the Pakistani Christians who are living under this constant threat. You do. And FMI, uh, see this story came from Mission Network News Online. Yes. And with Mission Network News Online there's another ministry, FMI, Forgotten Missionaries International. Oh, that's what it is. Forgotten Missionaries International. And, um, you know, there's a lot of these uh, ministries that are not uh, ones you may have heard of. And there's another one that we have that um, Mideast. Um, yeah. Bible. And, and you know that Nehemiah says these Christians in Pakistan are living on a sharp edge of a sword. There, many of them are being accused of blasphemy, and they are part of the congregation of the FMI. Well, you know, you know there there is some very dangerous things that that these guys face, and uh, you know you can face as much trouble in Pakistan with the Muslims there as you can as a Christian living in India among the Hindus or the Sikhs because we find equally between Pakistan and India there is tremendous pressure and persecution on Christians in those areas absolutely and see the thing of it is is the ones I see coming across the border many times they're just single men but there are a lot of people over overseas that are Christian families. And see, and if these Christian families, you have a dad who's the pastor and the mother and a couple of children, that pastor goes out and makes calls. And many times we've heard of them getting killed or beat up or put in a hospital. But, but death comes for a lot of these pastors. And that leaves his wife without support and food. And so these are the kind of things that's happening over there. All, and we're, we're talking about all the time. All the time. Every day. And they lose their homes. They get burned out of their homes. Their, their uh, churches get burnt down. They get killed or, you know... And uh, and I'm not making this sound terrible. This is normal, which is terrible. Yeah. But see, if you think that I'm trying to buff it up to make it sound terrible, you don't have to do that because just by itself it's terrible. So missionnetworknewsonline.org it's a good place to pick up some uh, some information and uh, you know I've been going to check them out put some of our stuff but see we got our own websites so everything goes on our websites uh, and I don't want to take on any more 
websites. I've already got two others planned. But, uh, so at any rate, pray for Pakistan, pray for the Middle East, pray for India, and pray for the believers in these areas. And Nambia. Yeah, and Nambia. Oh, there, there is so much needs, Tara, Tower. Oh, there, there is everywhere, even in the United States. It's all over the world. It is. Makes you think so. Yes, now, it does. this next one comes via International Christian Concern in the Democratic Republic of Congo. You know, if you're a Christian, it's for the faith of Christ that many are killed. And see, when they get to fighting like they're doing here in the Congo, it's not unusual to use homemade IEDs. Well, these rebels did. And they killed 17 and injured dozens more. This was in the Eastern Democratic Republic of Congo on a Sunday morning. And there were hundreds of Christians gathered for prayer and baptism when the blast went off at 11. And I don't know how many times I've talked about this. When you have things out in the open and anybody knows it, or everybody knows it, um, you're going to get killed. Limbs and body parts were scattered everywhere. Dead bodies were everywhere. They said the attack was the last thing we thought would ever happen at our church. And this is just terrible. Well, that is very traumatizing on the on the people to see that and and children seeing that and yeah that that mem- that picture will never go away and see there's you know this kind of thing is what these guys know that Christians are there on Sunday morning on Wednesday night usually they know the timing they watch you come and go so if you're going to have a special event don't advertise it to everybody keep it quiet and have it at a different time have it in the middle of the night have it early in the morning away from everybody one one survivor said we are in deep shock and confusion yeah Yeah. you would be pray for them that God will heal that yeah they are traumatized beyond what we can comprehend yeah the survivor said we were on our third and the last day of the new year's prayer and service to witness the baptism of 60 new Christians from our different branches The church was filled to capacity and others were seated outside. I survived because I was sitting on the other side of the congregation, right opposite the side where the bomb exploded. It it threw the people up and sideways and killed about 10 people on the spot. Yeah, this is terrible. Yes, it is. But this is what the enemy does. So with that, we're going to have to, we got a few minutes. We want to close her out. Okay. Well, thank you, everybody, for being here. We're thankful for you. We're glad you're here. We pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you and protect you, keep you safe. Keep looking up to him as he is our hope. Keep your eyes focused upward. We love you be safe may God bless you richly for all you do for him we love you and we're praying for you and we ask that you pray for your brethren around the world and pray for us and we thank you good night everybody don't forget to go by our websites at warren-usa.com danaglinsmith.com 
Get a copy of my book, The Rising, over at our website at danaglennsmith.com. Till next time, take care, be safe, and look unto the Lord. Good night, everyone. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.